Hello guys and welcome to the Life School for Men podcast. We meet here weekly at the intersection of scriptural wisdom and 21st century life for men. It's here that we'll have intelligent conversations, conversations about the issues that guys just like you and I face in everyday life. So get ready, ready to laugh, ready to think, and ready to learn. It's on now. Hey Life School podcast followers. By now, I'm sure you know that we did not meet on the 24th of December. We won't meet on the 31st of December either. We'll get back into our normal routine on the 7th of January. So you can expect a podcast with good current content on on or after the 7th of January. This week, I wanted to take a couple of minutes in advance of the new year to look at something that is sort of a tradition with a lot of us. We make uh, promises to ourselves about what we're going to do in the new year. Some people call them New Year's resolutions. Some people just, well, they, they avoid the term because it sounds so canned and, the, and there's all this baggage associated with New Year's resolutions. But what is a New Year's resolution? It's sort of like a, a promise to yourself about what you're going to do or become or try in the new year. And so we'll say in that sense, it's sort of like a long-term to-do list. Well, let me spin that on its head for a minute. Before you enter into a season of evaluating what you'd like to do or become or have in, in 2017, instead of having a to-do list, how about if we had a how have I done list? Well, let me explain what I mean. Uh, it, it does us no good to make promises to ourselves about the future if, if we're blind to how we've done at keeping our promises, the promises that we've made to ourselves in the past. So before I make new promises, why don't I learn about how I've performed at keeping the promises that I've already made to myself? And here's what we know about a New Year's resolution or a New Year's promise to yourself, that all promises involve a commitment of resources. And so I'm promising to myself and perhaps to others who will be impacted by or benefited by this promise, I'm promising to myself at very least that I'm going to commit a certain amount of time, a certain amount of energy, uh, perhaps some financial resources, and certainly some other resources, I'm going to use resources that are now in my possession or that I expect to have in the coming year. I'm going to use those resources in pursuit of something. Now here's the first question. If you already have those resources, are they a fair exchange? In other words, in hindsight, knowing what you know about yourself based on how you've done at living up to your 2016 or 2015 New Year's resolutions, knowing what you know about yourself, would you still promise yourself that you would expend the resources that it will take in order to achieve new New Year's resolutions that you might make for yourself in the year 2017? In other words, what kind of a promise keeper are you? But not only that, what have you learned about yourself? Now, if, if you take some time, let me suggest that maybe New Year's Day, instead of watching football or instead of going shopping or whatever, or, or in addition to those things, if, if those are part of the, the tradition that you have for New Year's, in addition to those things, what if you take some time and sit down and start to think about your how have I done list? And here's what I think you can learn, at the very least. Here are the questions that you should be asking yourself. A year ago, the beginning of 2016, you made some promises to yourself about 
how your life would be different by the end of the of 2016. So in other words, you're now living right now today, you are living in the world that should be the result of the promises that you made to yourself. Well, the first question is, does your world right now, today, look like the one that you expected it would look like based on the promises that you made to yourself, expecting to keep those promises, expecting to honor those commitments? Now, if it doesn't, then there's one of two things that you need to ask then. Did you live up to your promises? In other words, did you follow through? And number two, did those promises fulfill their expectations, the expectations that you had for them? So if you aspired to have a higher level of income and you actually gained that higher level of income, has that changed your life in the ways that you hoped it would? Now that'll help you to refine your future to-do list, your future New Year's resolutions. Because getting more of what you hoped to get in the past and discovering that what you hope to get in the past, having accomplished it, doesn't give you the satisfaction that you wanted, why would you want to gain more of the same? So a how did I do list will help you to evaluate how your aspirations are aligned with your values. In other words, how what you say you want for the future is aligned with what you already know about yourself and what's important to you. And that will help you to make promises to yourself about the future that are in line with what you are discovering to be true about yourself in terms of what you value and what you prize in life. Well, here's the next thing. You might discover that you reached what you wanted, or more to the point, let me back up, you might discover that you didn't reach what you wanted, but it's no longer important to you. Alright, so maybe you set a goal of uh, earning a certain amount of income, or maybe you set a goal of uh, a certain level of fitness, and maybe it was a pretty high goal. And maybe midway through the year you discover that the amount of effort, the resources expended in order to reach the goal, make it such that for you and your life at this time right now, it's not worth that pursuit. It's not worth trading that amount of time or that amount of money to get this objective. And so in that sense, what you learn in the process of developing a how did I do list is you have a more clear assessment of what you're willing to give up to get the things that you say that you prize most in life. And you might discover that some things just aren't as important to you as, as you thought they would be. You know, that's a normal part of, of maturing and of coming to know yourself better. That, that there's things that we think we want based on what life has told us, what friends have told us, what, uh, I don't know, the, the commercials we see on television or anything else. I mean, what our friends are doing or having or being. And they seem like things that we would want, but in the end we discover maybe, you know, it's not worth the sacrifice, at least to me. It might be to them. We're not in the business of judging what's important to them. We're simply in the business of evaluating what's important to us. All right. Well, there's another reason why you might not have reached your, your objectives, and that is you simply don't have the willpower, the staying power, the tenacity, the commitment, whatever you'd like to call it, to follow through. At which point I have to ask this question. If you haven't lived up to the promises that you've made to yourself thus far, why would you make new promises for a new year until you learn how to keep the promises that you've already made. So it's not necessarily that the objectives are bad, it's not that you've even discovered that your values and the objectives clash with each other. You, what you've really discovered is that you're not a promise keeper, you're a promise maker, but you either don't know how to keep the promises, or you simply don't have the passion and the interest to keep the promises. And so here's what we can all safely say. 
that if you have made promises to yourself in the past and it is your failure to execute on those promises, to make good on those promises, then making more promises to yourself is only going to give you a heightened level of guilt or desperation or sense of self-loathing even. You just don't like yourself because you're always promising yourself what you'll do but never following through on it. At which point there comes a time when even as the ink is setting dry on the paper or the words are leaving your lips that you are promising to do this in the new year, you know full well you're not going to do it. And this is a most unsettling point in a human being's life. It's the time when I discover that I'm an intentional liar to myself. And boy, that's, that's a really tough place to be at. So in the process of developing a how have I done list, it gives you and I the opportunity to say, okay, look, let's not make promises to ourselves or to others that we have no intention of keeping. But now let's look at one final aspect of how have I done lists, and it's this. You know, there are some things that maybe you did accomplish. You did accomplish them, and you're very satisfied with the results. You're really, we'll say, basking in the glow of or appreciating the benefits of having reached that goal. Well, in that case, is that something that you want to do more of? If you've achieved one level of success, if you've achieved one level, for instance, of relational success or a, a degree of fitness success or you've hit financial marks that you set, do you want more of the same? Uh, do you believe that more of the same will, will continue to be worth the, the investment of resources? Remember that every promise that you make to yourself, we'll come back to that early statement, every promise that you make to yourself involves a commitment of resources that you already have in your possession or, or expect that you will have, and you're exchanging those resources in the hopes of obtaining something better. So do a quick, what we'd call, cost-to-benefit analysis. Is it going to be worth continuing to pour energy into these things because you think that there's still important gains to be had and you haven't reached all of the gains that it's possible to make? All right, so that's a pretty good list. And if you spend some time thinking through where you were a year ago, the promises that you made to yourself a year ago, where you hope to be today and how you are relative to that and what are the causes of that, if you do all that with a degree of thoughtfulness over a couple of hour time period, maybe involve your wife or a close friend in that process, at the end of that, you'll then be better equipped to make meaningful promises to yourself for the coming year and promises that you have a greater likelihood of achieving. All right, that's all I've got for you today, guys. I uh, hope that was helpful. And by all means, do take some time. And instead of just having what we'd call a holiday, such as uh, New Year's Day or the, or the day after, or the legal holiday for that, why don't you declare this to be a holy day in your life, a set-apart day, a day that is set apart to organizing and planning how your life will be for the future. I think regular traditions established like that will be very meaningful and beneficial to every one of us. Hope you have a good week, guys. Catch up with you next week.